Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hair Goals Podcast. I'm Sarah Fasolo, Salt's Marketing Manager and Coach, and today I'm going to be chatting about a special social media platform uh, that the majority of hairstylists already use, but not actually using to market themselves. And no, it's not Instagram. About six months ago, I really dove into this new marketing strategy for Salt Hair and Salt Society, and I'm not exaggerating when I say it has been so beneficial for both businesses in so many ways. It has not only brought a whole new set of eyes to our websites and social media, but has resulted in new client inquiries, sales, and just overall a generation of more income for our stylists which is why I'm so excited to share it with you today. Uh, When most hairstylists, or anyone really, thinks about social media marketing, their minds instantly go to Instagram. And that totally makes sense because Instagram is an incredibly visual platform and a great way to showcase your portfolio or your unique client experience, which can help you build an audience of potential clients. But it's not the only marketing platform that you should be comfortable with using regularly. And that's a whole new audience that you can be targeting. So today, I want to share with you one of the best kept secrets to successful marketing. And you guessed it, it's Pinterest. So I'm going to dive into how hairstylists specifically can use Pinterest to connect with a whole new group of potential clients and drive more organic traffic directly to your website, directly to your Instagram accounts, and most importantly, directly to your chair. So I want to start off by saying that Pinterest at the heart of it is a social media platform, but really Pinterest acts a lot like a search search engine on Google, except that it is built specifically for images versus text. So this is important to remember because your Pinterest account is not a tool that should be replacing your Instagram accounts. So Instagram Um, is a social networking platform that allows you to communicate and engage with your audience back and forth via text, which is crucial for building those real relationships. So if you haven't used Pinterest in the past, it typically works like this. So somebody goes onto the website and does a search for a certain subject or topic, And Pinterest serves up those images that relate to those topics. So it is often used to find inspiration, um, which is great for hairstylists because if someone in your area is searching for a specific service, for example, uh, brunette balayage or blonde bobs, um, your work can be placed directly in front of them. So don't worry, I'm going to go over all of this um, and how to make this actually happen for you. because over time, Pinterest's algorithm learns about its users. So what subject they're interested in, what images they like to see, and it begins to directly um, provide content content in that user's feed for them. Um, So with that said, first and foremost, 
um, I highly, highly suggest that you make a business um, Pinterest account. So similar to Instagram's business account, this will open up a number of special features that regular users on Pinterest don't have access to, which makes it a lot easier for you with your marketing strategy to grow your audience and reach. So for example, as a stylist or salon owner, you might create a specific Pinterest board or collection of images around each of the services that you offer and then fill that board with images that you know will appeal to your ideal client. So with a business account, not only can you promote that very board via you know, Pinterest ads, or with a quick boost, um, but it also allows you to narrow down your ads by demographic, location, gender, specific keywords that they might be searching for. And all of that is helping you get as much value out of your ad investment as possible. Um, now, I do want to make it very clear, though, that you don't have to pay for ads um, on Pinterest to use it as a successful marketing tool. Um, so this is why I want to go over some quick tips. I have six tips for you today um, for creating pins that will actually attract your ideal client and drive them to your chair um, without actually having to pay for Pinterest ads. Again, it's very easy to go in and boost any of your um, regular pins, but let's start with the six tips that will help you create those captivating pins. So the very first tip that I have is creating captivating imagery. So Pinterest is a visual platform, as you know, um, so your images need to be not only intentional, but also aesthetically pleasing to your audience. So like anything, you want them to stand out, you know, make sure that your subject matter reflects your brand and your aesthetic and your skills. Uh, it's also important that you format your images properly to Pinterest. Um, so different from Instagram, which is, you know, typically square imagery, you want these images on Pinterest to be vertically oriented in order to make the best use of the space. And so if you're creating a pin, let's say in Canva, you would want the aspect ratio to be um, about 600 pixels to 900 pixels. That's the ideal size of an image for Pinterest. Um, and since 85% of pinners uh, use the website on their mobile, um, I would also shoot for like a two by three aspect ratio so your image doesn't get overlooked. Reposting images directly from your website or Instagram is a great way for users who are looking for hair inspiration photos. Um, however, it's important that you also reach your potential clients on more than just one level with your imagery. Um, so this actually leads me to tip number two, which is using captivating text on your images. So along with the high quality images that you're using in your pen, you need to make sure that your text is well written and hits a pain point or gives a solution to a problem that your potential client is having. So if your image has text directly on it, you wanna ensure that the text is clear, it's easy to read and avoid using any like small scripty fonts um, that you would need to squint to see. Um, this 
image and text should easily capture the attention of your audience and stop them from scrolling through their feed. So if you're not sure what this looks like or what to write, um, some examples of this could be um, how to effectively communicate with your hairstylist and then that pin would lead them to either a blog post on your salon's website or an Instagram post that speaks to that topic. Um, you can also say something like, you know, what you need to have um, to have a great hair day every day and lead them to more information about the retail lines you carry and why. Um, or even something like service related, such as, you know, 10 summer updos for the boho bride. And then again, lead them somewhere else um, to see, you know, more photos or more information about your services. So this list goes on, um, but whatever you're choosing to speak about, the text on the image should be very descriptive copy that tells people what they are seeing in order to entice them to learn more and actually click on the pin, but then also click on the link and convert them to whatever your call to action is. So this leads me to tip number three, which is creating a brand on Pinterest. So if you use Pinterest um, for personal use, you probably have like a bunch of different boards with pins that have been pinned and repinned over and over again by a bunch of different users. So with that said, when you are creating a pin for marketing purposes, you want to do it with the intention to point someone directly to your business and services. So there's no point if nobody knows that the image is directly coming from you. So this is why you should not only add a logo to the top or the bottom of each one of your pins, um, but also connect your smart pins analytics to your business account. Uh, this way, if your pin does get repinned by multiple people, everyone still knows that it's your brand and business that created it. So while your logo should be clear, it also shouldn't uh, be too large or, you know, be very distracting in any way from the actual image and marketing text itself on the pin. It's just there to help you build your brand and to keep you um, and your brand at the top of mind when people are scrolling. So this leads to tip number four, which is writing a description. And just like Instagram, your caption and pin description is a crucial part of this process, uh, which helps the Pinterest algorithm to understand what your pin is about. And it actually picks up the keywords that clients may be using to search on the platform. So if you neglect this field, um, it's a possibility that no one will see your pin. And that would be very sad and a huge waste of your efforts. So I do recommend choosing um, a title that clearly explains the subject matter of the pin and in the description box about four to five sentences explaining what your solution you're giving is. So how you're delivering it and how the viewer can get it. So think of uh, the specific keywords that your ideal client might be using um, to search for this particular topic and then be sure to sprinkle those in throughout the description. Um, so this actually leads me to tip number five, which is using hashtags. So including hashtags in the pin description is another way that you can actually help the platform understand um, your what your content is about. So uh, that it can serve 
uh, it to the very people who would find it interesting and actually want your content. So these hashtags should relate to the keywords that you want your pins to be discovered for. Now, I wouldn't suggest going overboard with hashtags in your descriptions, and I'll tell you why in a second, but using uh, one more broad hashtag and then maybe two more specific ones in each pin will ensure that you rank for a range of searches and get discovered by a number of people for those particular topics. So now if you're thinking, well, that's nothing compared to how many hashtags I use on Instagram, this is why. So when you add a pin to a specific board on Pinterest, that pin will also pick up all of the hashtags that were added to that board specifically. So it's important to make sure that each one of your boards that you're making um, is for a very specific topic um, and has a description and is loaded with hashtags, aka you know key search words that somebody is using to search for this particular content. So you can add more hashtags to the board, but keep the number of hashtags on your individual pins um, slim while still being able to rank for a high number of terms. So this leads me to my very last tip, which is always including a CTA, a call to action. Getting your pins seen by others is great, but it shouldn't be the only goal in and of itself. You want to think about what action you want the viewer to take after seeing your pin and make sure that you speak to that action in your pin description and link. So for example, you might encourage them to click through to your Instagram to see more examples of your work or head to a blog post on your website, um, or you might even directly encourage them to book with you. Uh, the possibilities are endless, but of course, like anything, especially with marketing strategies, um, it's important to keep in mind that there's always going to be trial and error. So results don't just happen overnight, uh, which is why it's so important that you stay consistent and positive through any new marketing strategy that you're trying out. So if you are, new to using Pinterest for the salon, um, you're likely to experience a bit of this trial and error as you get used to the platform, the new algorithm that they have, um, and also any business analytics that comes with having a business account. But I hope these quick tips got your wheels at least turning and wanting to dive into Pinterest in a new way. Um, I also offer a few online tutorials that visually show you how to create a pin and a Pinterest ad to promote your services along with, of course, more Pinterest and marketing education. So uh, you can find the direct links in this episode's show notes, or you can follow me on Instagram at sarah.fasolo uh, and reach out with any questions there always. Um, so as always, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Hair Goals podcast. You guys rock.